Tito's and Shiner Gonna be an all-nighter And I just might find her At the Whataburger line Dance halls and women But man, I'm wishing That I was fishing by the river Howdy, 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 everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Tex-ish, the show about some things Texas. And some things not. We have hopefully a non-political show in store for we're you We're going to do our best. I'm just going to avoid it. We're going to yeah, actually... Yeah, we're going to be like, hey, do you know what happened last week? Uh, me neither. Me neither. Anyway, we're just going to wade out of those waters yeah. and row our way. Guys, it was uh, a, lot, ah, it was a wait, lot of fun. Back up. We're going to row our way out of those we're waters just, and if, wade If we into... see a political topic coming, we're just going to abort it. <laughs> How long have you been sitting on that About one? 30 seconds. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah well, so uh, it's time for your favorite part of the show and ours, not, not sponsors. They don't sponsor us. Who is our first not sponsor for today's episode? Our first not sponsor of the day is Poor Financial Planning. Poor financial planning. Were you thinking maybe take a trip, vacation this summer? Poor financial planning. Were you trying to like up level, maybe get a better girlfriend, maybe like get a new car? Poor financial planning. Did you even see inflation coming? Poor financial planning. Did you finally realize that actually you can't survive a month without a paycheck? Poor financial planning. Are you going to get sick? You better not. Poor financial planning. You might as well just stay in bed and not move a muscle. Poor financial planning. Our other not sponsor for today's episode of Texas is Coffee Breath. Coffee, coffee breath. breath. Do you just love that good cup of coffee? Everyone else around you doesn't. Coffee, coffee breath. breath. Why are you talking so close to my face before 11 a.m.? Coffee Breath. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know you didn't have coffee no, I, I just every i have a toothbrush and toothpaste i probably do in my backpack yeah. specifically there's one in my car because yeah there was one time it was in seventh grade and i'm not gonna say names but mr lamont got like real close to my face yeah. and had just potent teacher coffee teacher breath. coffee breath Can't, and and the best part is they mix like old guy breath and coffee breath <sighs> uh did you have for math in middle school the the older gentleman um who I can't remember his name, but he had like monkey arms. Oh, uh, Mr. Link. Mr. Link, yeah, yeah dude, yeah, with yeah. the uh, with, with the, the mustache, dude, yeah, oh. old guy plus coffee, yeah, plus coffee, yeah. plus old guy, plus old guy, plus bald, plus bald. Yeah, his yeah. breath smelled the way he looked. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, coffee, coffee breath. breath. <laughs> All right. So you want to hear about a thing that happened in Texas history? Once upon a time in Once Texas upon history. A time we're gonna, in... dude. We're gonna get like music for this one day, and it's gonna be ball. It's gonna be Christian. Get on it. Um, Christian's in the other room. He is in the other room. Christian is my roommate. If Christian. you enjoy the music, the beginning and end of the podcast, check out Christian Duffner. Christian Duffner on Spotify. Wonderful music. But one time in Texas history, a fellow by the name of Willie Nelson. William Nelson. Why does that sound familiar? Because it is the musician. Everyone's favorite pothead, mm -hmm. a lot of people's favorite Texan, Willie Nelson, 
started Willie Nelson's 4th of July Christmas on July 4th, 1973. Oh, wow. So this episode comes out actually on July 4th this year. Yes, it will. If you're in the Austin area, it's likely that you are going to... Happy July 4th. Happy 4th of July. Likely that you're going to swing on down to Dripping Springs for Willie Nelson's 4th of July picnic. We actually have friends staying at our house this Mm -hmm. weekend because they're going to the picnic. A little bit of background. In 1973, Willie Willie, Willie Nelson's first 4th of July picnic took place on the same ranch that the old Dripping Springs Reunion Country Festival took place on. Okay. Nelson selected the place because it was already prepared to hold a concert. The event attracted an an estimated attendance of 40,000 and became an annual festival. Before the concert, the Texas Senate Resolution 787-687 proclaimed July 4th, 1975 as... Willie Nelson Day. Willie Nelson Day. The organization provided only a few portable toilets while trash was left around the concert site and the town. The event was qualified as moral pollution by local residents. For the bad organization of the concert, Nelson was fined $1,000 for violating the Texas Mass Gatherings Act. During the late 1970s, the bad reputation of the concert often led to problems finding a venue. In 1976, the planned three-day concert had an estimated attendance of 80,000, the largest in history of the picnic. The concert ended on July 5th after rain shortened the PA system. For those of you that don't know sound, that is literally the system that makes sound go loud. Makes sound go loud. Makes sound go loud. An attendant drowned while four were stabbed. What? uh, That also happened. There were 140 arrests. This got dark. Four kidnappings and three reported rapes. Nelson was sued by the ranch owner, the ambulance servants, and two attendants. During the 1980s, the security was reinforced in the picnics, improving reputation of the event. For an event that I feel like mostly centered around like pot, I, it, <laughs> it seems it happened. seems as though a lot of aggressive things uh, happened. The outdoors were fenced, and the number of negative inc- incidents were reduced. During the 1990s, the picnic was often held in Lukenbach, Texas. Lukenbach. While the 2000, in the 2000s, the recurrent location was Billy Bob's down in the Fort Worth stockyards. In 2020, the picnic was set to return to the Texas Hill Country on Nelson's Luck, Texas property home to the annual Luck Reunion Anti-Festival. In lieu of an in-person festival, Luck Productions produced a virtual event because of COVID that consisted of live stream performances and a 90-minute short film commemorating the history of the event. Participants included Willie Nelson, Nathaniel Ratliff, Steve Earle, Lyle Lovett, Robert Earl Keane, Margot Price, and Eddie Brickwell, and a lot more. And uh, since then, it has been held at the Luck Texas property. So, that, that's, there, the, hey, that's there you uh, go. the whole history, dating all the way back to the first one on July 4th, 1973. So, if you're looking to get high and listen to some good music <laughs> and maybe drown. A, if you're looking for a safe time... Yeah. Even if you don't believe in God, throw 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 a thank you up to the guy upstairs that you get to go to Willie Nelson's Fourth of July picnic post nineteen seventies. Post nineteen seventies, because apparently it was a riot. Wow, <laughs> you want to hear about our small town? I'm sorry for laughing. That, I read most of that before we got I, on yeah, air, I know, but I didn't um, read that part. It's fun because sometimes, like I I know how this goes. Like yeah, you, we kind of just pull these out. Yeah. And 
we you read come to through, the table we with skim, ideas, you skim, and then sometimes you go, oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I am thinking well, this time it's an oh no of like, yeah. oh, something oh. bad happened in a concert, not oh, th- this person right. was enslaved. Yeah. Um, want to hear about our small town? I do want to hear about our small town. Our small town is San Isidro, Texas. San Isidro. Said in the white person way, San Isidro. San Texas. Isidro. San Isidro is a census designated place or CDP in Star County, Texas. United States. Star County. The population was 240 at the 2010 census. The town is named for St. Isidore, the laborer, the patron saint of farmers. Oh. Great thing here. Dude. A large southwestern barrel cactus growing just east of the town is said to be the largest in Texas. Ooh. Just keep in do mind. We, do we have a, like a record on that? Is that uh, uh, so confirmed or So I don't have the actual denied? confirmed size of it. Yeah. I looked it up. It looks to be about three feet tall. Yeah. And about like two feet in girth. So pretty so, big. yeah. Because, yeah, the Southwest barrel ones are the little nubby ones. Yeah. Like little knuckles, like little yeah, nubby yeah. things. Um, so it's pretty big. Uh, if, you, if you must know more, San Ysidro is located at 26 degrees, 43 and 8 north latitude, 98 degrees, 26, 39 western latitude. Nice. That, that's it. That's that, it. That, that's San Ysidro. It's a down kind of a, not in the valley, but super, super, super far south Texas. You know it's a small town when your claim to fame is possibly the biggest <laughs> nubby cactus in Texas. Pending Maybe. Biggest nub cactus. Nub cactus. All right. Who's, who's our badass? You want to hear about our badass I of the week? I would love to. So I don't know about you, but whenever 4th of July rolls around, I always think of like America and things that we accomplished, yeah. such as, you know, Apple pie, mm-hmm. uh, George we, Washington. We accomplished apple pie. We accomplished pie. apple pie. All right. Bear with me. <laughs> baseball. We did accomplish that. We accomplished baseball and walking on the moon. Yeah, true. So for this week's badass, I'm going to highlight a gentleman by the name of Ed White. Ed White. He is a Texan astronaut. Not to be confused with Egg White, right? And he was the first American to walk in space, to do a spacewalk. Oh. Because if you'll recall, the Russians beat us to outer space, yeah. and they got a man in space before us. Mm-hmm. So he he has the distinction of being the second man to do a spacewalk. Okay. First American. Happens to be a Texan. Makes perfect so sense. So technically the first Texan as well. The first Texan as well, yeah. So he was born in November 14th, 1930, and was an American aeronautical engineer, USA Air Force pilot, uh, and NASA astronaut. All he right. was a member of the crews of Gemini 4, and Apollo 1. Okay. And if you recall, Apollo 1. Go boom. Apollo 1, go boom. Uh, <laughs> Apollo <laughs> 1 uh, did not work. So after graduating from West Point, he uh-huh. was in a military family. He became a test pilot. Okay. Ultimately getting into the NASA program, mm-hmm. which the astronaut program at the time is very storied. You know, they, yeah. they, we spend a lot of time in movies highlighting various things mm-hmm. that astronauts went through. Yeah. Because it was so easy. Yeah. Getting to space cakewalk yeah not hard at all yeah not hard at all Mm. whatever so ed white uh had a distinction on the gemini one program of being a pilot he was also trained just in case to do a spacewalk okay because they knew that was on the docket yeah once they get up into outer space conditions aren't right for the first three revolutions okay so he ends up going out on the fourth revolution and doing a spacewalk now it's a very short walk because at this point they still don't have you know amazing technology it's, yeah it's kind of iffy uh they don't know what's going to happen mm. like maybe you turn blue when you come back in yeah. aliens might abduct you you don't know what's going to happen. happen it's time to come back in and he's quote he's he's uh documented as saying this i'm coming back in and it's the saddest moment of my life oh isn't that crazy that's all he's a poet yeah 
So that's, that's, I mean, that's Ed White. He uh, continued to serve with distinction and, and honor uh, the, the mission Apollo 1 in June. Uh, you know, didn't go didn't well. Didn't go well. <laughs> I mean, so, it, it good, happened, man. Good fireworks. Good fire. Speaking of the fourth. Speaking of the fourth. As always, like, th- this is one of those that truly went mm. up in flames, and yeah. NASA learns a lot from the things that happened. It's yeah. a national tragedy. Mm-hmm. Here's something interesting, and one of the reasons I kind of wanted to bring this up. Uh, White had a younger brother named James. Oh. And so this is another instance of brothers, okay. right? Uh, so James wanted to follow his older brother's footsteps and ultimately become an astronaut. Probably just to a different result. Just Well, so uh, he became what? a pilot. <laughs> So he became a pilot, okay, and he thought his air combat experience would help him get into the, the yeah. astronaut program. So he volunteered for service in the Vietnam War. And while flying a combat mission on November 24th uh, with the 357th Tactical Fighter Squadron, he was killed when his aircraft crashed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Near, his uh, remains, though, weren't identified till 50 years later. That's crazy. Yeah, pretty crazy, right? He was buried to adjacent to uh, his brothers in the West, in the West Point Cemetery. So two Texas badasses for the price of one. Yeah. Also doing Ed way White, cooler stuff than we're doing. Right. I mean, hey man, I think podcasting and being an astronaut are basically. I mean, man, what like, is there really a difference? West, West Point, Point, Spotify, dude. It takes. You have to go through the same process. I mean, how many get, people get listen to Ed White's podcast? Yeah. Right. Like. <laughs> yikes. <laughs> Seriously, shout out Seriously, to shout out Ed, to White, Ed White, to James White, to any astronaut that has served, and shout uh, out to your agent, to my um, agent. If there's a movie being made about Ed and James White. Hey, hello, hi, hey, what's up? Howdy. Uh, so, I don't know. I just I think it is yeah. it is nice to recognize that going into space isn't mm-hmm. just you know scientific accomplishment. It mm-hmm. also is one of those things that unifies people's dreams yeah. and lets us know that we can mm-hmm. achieve great things whenever we put our minds to it whenever we try whenever mm-hmm. we train whenever we, we dedicate ourselves to something bigger mm-hmm. than you know just the individual yeah, well especially someone like ed because i'm sh- there had to have been conversations of you might die yeah We've well that's never done this before those yeah. rockets are insane yeah like people We've have done died. the math yeah it's hot and yeah. combustible yeah and he was like cool strap cool me in. let's go let's do it let's go for yeah you might like go out in space mm-hmm. and just burn up because of a soul like we don't yeah. we don't you know it's interesting at a point not to get political but at a point when there's so much discourse the russians are doing russian stuff yeah let's go back to like the 80s dude when yeah we were like, all, let's like, just all be like hey hey screw russia right you know yeah they, they like, suck hockey you know, come on yakov smirnov let's go <laughs> so um transitioning from our texas badass new segment alert Texas man. Texas man. Has he uh, struck again? He has struck again. And this is more adjacent to something you did the uh, the other week. Uh-huh. So Father's Day weekend was recent. Yep. And on a fishing trip, Father's Day fishing trip, Justin Broomhall of Longview packed up his fishing gear and took his father and his son to Lake Cherokee for a little celebratory fishing. Okay. You know? So he took his father mm-hmm. and, and his, his son. So okay. three for the price of one. All right. We're doing a little, little father. Say his father. name one more time. Because you said what he Justin did and I Broomhall. want us to know who did this. Justin Broomhall. Justin Broomhall. So this is one of those like random Texas man things. He ends up catching what looks to be like a record setting alligator snapping turtle. Amazing. Check it out. Like look at this. Yeah. That looks like a It's bear. terrifying, right? That's the size right? of a bear How, cub. I mean, how insane would it be 
to be like, oh, just fishing with, you know, it's me, you, and yeah, Dad. We're a, having a good yeah. time. Hey, son. Super you know, calm, quaint. And you feel a tug on the line. You're like, yeah. oh, oh, it's we probably big. We got yep. something. Oh, this is going to be a big catfish. This feels sad. And then you pull out a monster. Oh, my god, Bigger than your child. I just love that he has a tank top out that says sun's out, guns out. <laughs> Which, I mean, like, to his yeah. credit, you've got to have some guns to reel. Oh, you've got to. We're going to share this picture on our social media. Yeah, absolutely. This is horrifying. Yeah. I mean, the balls on this guy to pick it up. like, Dude, right? That's like, insane. Like, what the heck? Wow. Justin Broomhall, you are our Justin Texas Broomhall. man of the week. Yeah. For sure. Texas man of the week. These are uh, we're just gonna highlight weird Texas stuff going on in the news because crazy it does things happen. Uh, not that we want to give Florida a run for its money, but, but like at this point, you no. Know, just not? I mean, by nature of people migrating throughout yeah. the past couple of decades, we we got a couple. There's some Florida man. Let's blood. not pretend that Texas doesn't have its own version of, of Florida of man. the Florida man. So to be clear, he let this thing back out into mm-hmm. the wild. Yeah, they, so, they caught it. They released it. He said that uh, it was funny because he unhooked time. it, and he was like, it, it sank in, into the water and kind of swam off, but it rose back up and kind of looked bo- looked back. Ugh. He goes, it, it felt like it was saying goodbye. See, I feel like it was taking a mental inventory of like, I'll, if I see you again. So I, I, I see things like that, and I think about, you know what noodling is? Yeah. Yeah, where it's you, where where you, you like, stick your hand in yeah, a hole, you like and you like catfish. you fist a catfish's face yeah, and, and yank like, it out. Yeah. Uh, I just the reason I'll never do that is because is because a, of that. People always talk about yeah. People get their arms like like bitten severed in half yeah by these things. They're like I'm gonna get a catfish, and then there's like a 300 pound snapping turtle. Here you are chilling in the water just trying to get some for Sunday <laughs> dinner, and you lose an arm. Yeah, I mean it's like uh, there's just better things. There's you better can put things you can in. put your hands in. Anyway, Speaking of things you can put your hands in, where's this going? <laughs> Get your hands on a on a map of the Texas parks and wildlife. Texas parks and wildlife. All right. So we were talking about what did we want to talk about on today's episode. And it's summer. It's summer. We just saw mm-hmm. Deep in the Heart. Deep in the Heart. Really excellent so picture. good. It's so like good. planet Earth, but for Texas. Like, and, it, and that means it's better. And yeah, I, hey. It's just, oh, it's so good. Yeah. Just every and Matthew McConaughey, he's narrating it, and you know that he's just like hanging out in his bathrobe, looking out over. Oh, there's no script. No, there's no script. He's just watching it, talking. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, an ocelot. (laughs) Oh, look, an ocelot. I remember the time I tried to get an ocelot. I was with my dad. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like his wife had to keep reminding him, like, hey, this isn't your, this isn't, this isn't your book. You gotta like say the facts. This is. You didn't do this. And right. he's like, are you sure I didn't do this? <laughs> are you sure that I didn't make this? I sure don't have a hand as the minister as of culture. Minister of culture in Texas. In every film that comes out of state. <laughs> <laughs> but we talked through and debated a little yeah. bit. It's summer. It's 4th of July. Happy 4th of July. Shoot off some fireworks. Have a little bit of fun. And we totally understand why you might want to get out of the city for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, cities take are, a break. Take a break. Unplug. I, I think especially those that live in cities in Texas forget that we are surrounded in by Texas natural beauty by some of the most beautiful insane insane landscapes in the whole country if not the world so we're gonna do our top five top five texas parks texas state parks yes so there's your clarifier there's only i believe one national park right and that would be big ben national park but that's a great way which for is us a to great start. segue into our first state park big ben state, state park, park. So if you're driving toward Big Ben National Park, yeah. hook a left 
you'll end up at Big Ben State Park. Yes. Really, the only difference is, is you don't have as many hiking trails. True. But you're still in the Chisos, mm-hmm. so you have the mountains. You have pretty much the same landscape. The thing that will always be funniest to me is there's no fences. No. So you can, like... Just go. Go wherever you want. There's not as much park monitoring. Uh-huh. And so next thing do you know, you I've will. had friends be like, we were just walking around, and then we saw a, like, stable in the middle of nowhere, and we were in Mexico. Yeah. Like, you just kind of end you up... You will just kind of wander into Mexico <laughs> on accident. And it's okay. It's okay. It's just all right. turn back around. You know, just come back. Just be aware. Yeah, be aware. Uh, but yeah, it's... I love stories of Big Ben State Park because it sounds like stories of like, have you heard of Bureau of Land Management mm-hmm. land? Because like you have national parks, mm-hmm. those are highly regulated. Yes. Park rangers, rules, buying tickets, money, booking campsites, passes. yeah, yeah. Then you have state parks, and then you have Bureau of Land Management, which is literally like just don't kill people. Yeah, it's like it's public land. Anybody can go at any time and do, do whatever pretty you, much anything, you do whatever you want. Yeah. Every once in a while, a warden might come might maybe check make out sure the that area. Nobody's trafficking drugs. Big Ben State drugs. Park is basically that. You yeah. can just drive in, and, and that's. Just... I mean, ultimately, that's why we kind of chose that over like Fort Davis. Yeah, exactly. Which is beautiful, gorgeous. The whole area you should is. go the whole area. Yeah. But there's something wild and free yes. about Un- Big Ben's state regulated park. about it. And the coolest thing is the black bears are back. The black bears are back. So if you go in there, they're back. They're back. Yeah, they're back. But yes, the black bear population is coming back in the Big Bend area. Mm-hmm. So contrary to popular belief, you might stumble upon a bear. You might stumble upon a black bear. Just keep in mind, I, I love some people always do this with black bears. Yeah. Like I asked a friend in Wy- who lives in Wyoming one mm-hmm. time because we were talking about me coming to visit, run a little bit. And I said, well, are there bears, bears or anything? And he goes, well, they're just black bears. Yeah. And I'm like, so you mean a bear? So you mean a bear? A bear. They're still uh, bears. It's still a bear. Hey, man, a bear's a bear. Yeah, it's the same with snakes. Do you know, do you know what bear has like the highest kill percentage? Bears. It's bears. It's bears. Bears. All of them. Bears. It's an animal, a beast, and they're majestic. Yeah. Just, you know, don't let the whole myth of like, well, right. they're black bears give you a reason to get closer if you see it admire it walk admire away. it walk away um also be on the lookout for mountain lions be on the lookout only because they're beautiful don't worry if it wants to kill you you won't see it coming true but well i mean even if you see it coming even if you see it coming you're not gonna uh, win that fight i would right. rather i would rather get killed by a mountain lion than a bear though really yeah so mountain lions all all cats uh-huh. try and they don't want to get hurt so they try and kill you as fast as possible uh-huh. and they sever your spinal cord Oh. So you just like die immediately. Nice. Bears just eat you alive. They eat right? you rear end first. Is there any reason for that? It's softer, easier to get in. They're just horny. Yeah. It will. So like bears and wild animals go for organ meat like yeah. first. Mm-hmm. It's the most nutritious. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, well, it's the most nutrient dense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like num, num, so num, like, num, 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 num. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So bears are gross and disgusting, but very, very pretty. Very pretty. Very All pretty. Right. Also. So if if you're being chased by a black bear, don't climb a tree. They climb trees. Dude, I know we in yeah. In deep in the heart. Spoiler alert. You watch two little bear cubs. Two little bear cubs climb climbs trees. in the top yeah, of a the tree. Very top. It's insane. Tippity top. If you don't want to get mauled by a bear, if you're not into that, go visit the next park we're going to talk about. 
Pedernales. Pedernales State Park. This one is right by Austin, Texas. Right by Austin. It's, it's about an hour, of, 45 yeah, minutes, somewhere in there. Yeah, here and like Johnson City. Mm-hmm. Pedernales River runs through it. So pretty. Just big enough that if you want to go camping and have a little seclusion. You can. You can, but you won't be so far away that right. if something bad happens, if you have a reaction to something. Mm-hmm. You can get back to safety pretty quickly. You can get back quickly. to safety pretty quickly. If, you're yeah. just, if you don't want to drive eight hours to feel like you're away from the city, it's a really good option for... And it's exactly what you think of when you think of hiking hill country. Yeah, exactly. Rocks, water, you know, you've got a little bit of a scrabble mm-hmm. down. Yeah, uh, nothing too intense. Nothing too intense. It's a good family park. Exactly. You can take your kids there and they yeah. won't die immediately. Yeah, you can throw them in the river. Yeah. It's not that deep. No. They can stand, mm-hmm. learn how to swim. And the river's pretty much always running. I mean, yeah. obviously, well, that's one of the things I put it on lower. here. Like yeah. it's because water in Texas, especially in the hill country where it's limestone, limestone mm-hmm. sucks, sucks in the water. water. Um, the water at Pedernales is pretty much constant level, so it's mm-hmm. not dry all the time. Yeah. So Pedernales, Pedernales State Park. On to our next one. On to our next point. Colorado Bend. Colorado State Bend, Park, out near Lampasas, also Texas. known as Little Bend. Little Bend. Is that really what it's all no. about? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so this one's, I threw this on, on here for our Instagram peeps. Okay. If, if you just want a beautiful shot, like, mm-hmm. don't even really want to camp. I just want a good picture. want to go out there and get a good pick. This is a great spot because there's a section of the park where there's a big cliff face yeah. with water running through it. That's where the bend is. Yeah. You can camp That's all how, how along it gets the, the bend. Wade into the water, get your pose on, and get that nice little upshot of like, whoa, there's a cliff behind Oh, me. my God. There's a cliff. Uh, How did that get there? Exactly. It's not green screen. <laughs> this one's also nice because it actually has the second darkest yeah. skies outside of like the Big Bend area. And it's more accessible. Exactly. So, again, more accessible, mm-hmm. beautiful skies, great place to camp, family friendly. I love that. Super fun spot. Our next one. Our next one. Garner State Park. Garner State Park. So this is a section of the Frio River. The Rio Frio. The Rio Frio, South Texas, home of the Guadalupe bass, which is the state fish of Texas. the state fish of Texas. So if you want to go fishing, get a nice little fish. Possibly get a very large snapping turtle. Go fish there. It's a great place to go fish. It's also a good place when the water's running. As we just said, sometimes the water's not good. When the water's running, it's like the perfect place to do a kayaking camping trip. So if you want to up the level of adventure, hit that place up, rent a kayak, kayak four miles downriver, pull off on the banks, camp a little bit. Um, so yeah, that one's on there for our more maybe adventurous folk that want to check Absolutely. that out. Absolutely, they want to do kind of like an overnight exactly. hiking trip. Exactly. It's also a good spot if you are into floating. I know mm-hmm. that there are Texans who just love to get their float they on. They just love to float in inner tubes. There, there are sections of the river that are also dedicated just for you. Yeah. Grab your tube, grab your cooler. You don't have to like deal with the crowd of New Braunfels. Yeah. You can go down. A, you can to, go yeah. down. It's a little more, uh, I believe, Concan is... Concan's very popular The main for that, hub yeah. for like, hey, this is where all the tube tours happen. We're going to have to do Concan one day. That, uh, I don't it's know. Just got a, it's got a weird like... It's got weird vibes. <laughs> it's got weird... Well, it's that weird like South Texas hippie meets mm-hmm. like South Texas redneck. Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird convergence. It's a weird, yeah. It creates a like weird... It's called Concan, not Concan. That's... <laughs> Like <laughs> What's our last state um, park? Our last uh, state is park, Mustang Island. Mustang Island. So this is a state island on the coast of Texas. Don't forget, Texas has ocean. A lot of it. Quite like, a bit. The Gulf Coast is massive. It's huge. Well, long. Is it the 
best beaches? No. Not necessarily. But there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them, um, and uh, you can stay on them. You can stay on them. So Mustang Island State Park is really unique in that you can car camp on the beach. Yes, which I have done. Yes. It's uh, super fun. It's really fun. You know, in the in the late summer is a really good time mm-hmm. because at night it'll cool down. Yep. Uh, I went maybe a little early. It was still really hot, and yeah. there were way too many mosquitoes. <laughs> So, so like you, so spray. I couldn't sleep in my car, mm-hmm. but it was too too many bugs to sleep in the bed of the pickup. So it was just a little bit like in the middle. Sleep. I did both. I nice. just kind of I split the Was it one of those camping nights where you didn't sleep? Yeah. You just laid down. I just kind of laid down. Those, uh, those are always fun. I threw a, I finally threw a tarp over myself <laughs> in the back of the pickup nice. around, you know, like 4 a.m. Nice. where it's the coolest part okay. of the part of the morning. Yeah. And got like three hours of sleep okay not yeah. too bad and then we you know we made eggs and skillet bacon it was great nice yeah. but yeah mustang island throw that one on there people a lot of times think of south padre island mm-hmm. that Different. is about a six hour drive yeah once you get to the coast yes. so it's like you have to get to the coast and then hook a right and then drive six hours south yeah mustang island not so much right there a little more accessible uh very family friendly mm-hmm. environment camping is permitted car camping is like permitted bird watching great place to watch yeah, birds. Mustang Island has all of the endangered crane species. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of different, you know, vibrant birds. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got some cool plant life. Yep. Like, it's a really interesting it's wildlife a very, like, preserve. Really preserve, yeah. very biodiverse, cool spot to check out. Yeah. And if you're wondering, can we ride horses? You can. You may. You can ride horses on Mustang Island. You may ride horses. Can thing. you? That's a different question. Do you know how to ride how a horse? How drunk are you? Separate thing. But yeah, so Big Bend State Park, Pedernella State Park, Colorado Bend State Park, Garner State Park, Mustang Island State Park. One through five. That's, Not necessarily in that order, yeah, but just like, those are the top five. Yeah. In state no parks. Order, state parks to check out for the summer. Absolutely. If you have any qualms with it, hit our line. Dude, let's go. <laughs> but, I'm, I'm happy to do do fights with you. But I it's will, also one of those like, did you read the article? Have you been to all five? Have you been to all five? It's a good know. question. You it's a good go question. To all five? I real like somebody out there is going to be like San Angelo State Park. And I'm going to be like, okay, <laughs> dude, there's a state dude. park. There's a state park in Abilene. Is it really? There's an Abilene. Is it like state five park. square feet? No, it's legit. Maybe as big as your house. Oh yeah. It's like, oh look, Abilene State Park. It's so, just a section of a hill. So Mima lives in Abilene now, and yeah. I drove in uh, to say hi on Mother's Day. Yeah. And I drove by that lake. Mm-hmm. And on my way out, I paddleboarded for like 30 minutes on Did that Did you lake. really? Yeah. Uh, it was so weird. Yeah. It was, I'll be honest, it wasn't as gross as parts of LBJ. That's fair, but that's still like, that is that's some a runoff lake. Runoff. Yeah. yeah it's oh, a runoff absolutely. Lake. There's yeah. another, really quick, there's another lake in Abilene called Phantom Lake. Phantom Lake. And my wife went to PT school out in Abilene. And we went and checked that area out when she first moved there. Yeah. And she thought, oh, this is a good place to go run if I want to get just away from school, away from the town. Tell you where I'm not running, Phantom Lake. Well, she brings it up first week of school, and all the professors were like, do Mm. not run out there. Number one, there's a weird undertow Mm -hmm. on the lake that no one understands. People die out there all the time. All the time. Like, swimmers die all the time. Number two, that area is like a place where sex traffickers Mm -hmm. that come through Abilene frequently kidnap people. Yeah, all the time. So she never went out there. Again. Smart. Your wife is very kidnappable. If you're in She's Abilene, very small. Don't go to Phantom Lake. Don't go to Phantom Lake. I feel like the name is pretty like I feel like that's I feel like sometimes things are named things they shouldn't be named. Yeah. Like 
and and you're like ah oh, it doesn't deserve that rap but then you've got things like death valley and, and you're it's like, like no yeah, that makes yeah, sense you die yeah. you phantom lake that makes sense you haunted by the spirits of all the sexually trafficked women that are kidnapped <laughs> on their runs kidnapped and thrown in the water exactly so uh stay away from there so uh go visit the state parks and don't visit, and stay safe and don't visit abilene don't visit abilene they, just simple as that remember to stay hydrated while you're hiking always important people forget bug spray bug Wear spray bug spray uh, mineral rich sunscreen if you're gonna go sure, for it. Sure, if you're gonna go for it, and have some fun. Have some fun. What is your uh, can't live without it camping equipment Ooh, piece? Oh, one one piece. You mm. you get one piece of camping equipment. What's your can't live without it? Oh, that's so hard. Yeah, not not a basic. Just like this is something that makes my camping experience so just much better. So much better. Because obviously you've got like. I mean, you need your, you know, uh, sleeping bag and your your hiking shoes and some things that are just necessary. I'm gonna go with my GSI backpacking gr- uh, griddle. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like a backpacking griddle. It's about like three by two. I don't know the dimensions, yeah. but not very big. Fits in the backpack. Not too heavy. Have a little uh, propane canister with it. Mm-hmm. Take it everywhere I go. Got the iron skillet with me. I can just make like the best, ta- like tent yeah. side migas when we camp, and I, I just love it. It's Lovely. so nice. Hell yeah. yeah! What about you? I was gonna say cast iron skillet just because Ooh. like it's heavy, um, and you can't use it for everything. But as long as I have that, I know I can cook anything. Yep. Oh, dude, I love doing like I've done it a few times, but I'll make like uh, steak or mm-hmm. burgers with the cast iron skillet just directly over the coals yeah like on the coals yeah and that that's the beauty of it you don't have to worry about mm-hmm. like ch- weird stuff chipping off the mm-hmm. non-stick things again i know it's heavy but yeah. but it's so fun it's so if, fun if you're and in a pinch camping, you can use it as a hammer uh, you're right but uh did you see him? or uh, uh i i didn't you didn't see i him? didn't see him you didn't see him i don't think i saw him really really well i saw was him. yeah yeah was i with you yeah it was he was in deep in the heart Oh, that's right. Remember, I remember. We're, we're yeah, yeah, we're it. watching it. Yeah, and they they do this amazing drone shot of Paladero Canyon mm-hmm. or Caprock Canyon State Park. Yes, because there's Paladero and then Caprock, Caprock Canyon, and Matthew McConaughey is talking about the buffalo population coming back. Yeah, using his voice, doing his thing, doing his thing, and then you hear like some shuffling in the audio, and we're like, "What's going on?" And Matthew's like. Oh, hold up. We got a wild Lance in the in the building now. And then Lance just gets on the mic, like in the middle of the thing, and just goes, I'm faster than bu- Buffalo. And then just walks out. That's He's, right, because he I heard us, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. He needed us to know, to know that you know, he, don't he forget, also. Amidst all the things you're about to see in this documentary, the majestic Lance is faster than is the faster Buffalo. faster than all of them. Yeah. Especially the Buffalo. Especially the Buffalo. So, I don't know. Just be ready for that I would pay good money to see Lance Armstrong, you know race race a buffalo i can't wait for him to get to that place in his career yeah like where he's kind of that circus act yeah thing. like come watch land youtube boxing part of his yeah career. come watch me race an ostrich come yeah. watch me race a buffalo come watch me race whatever it is right or in shark week when they're like on this episode we're gonna see if a great white is faster than lance armstrong and they're gonna like roll out uh, a lily pad for him to bike on and they're gonna be like what if he gets bitten and oh there's a shark and then he's gonna ride his bike on a lily pad and he's gonna be a little bit faster than the shark and they're gonna be like we spent a million dollars on this cgi shark that you just saw and you're just like ah, go die <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all bye, bye y'all, y'all.